0: Hey ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Lessons Learned, the podcast where we aim to turn our experiences into your wisdom. I'm Randy, here today with Chris, Jared, Joe, and Talon. And today we're going to be talking about comparing cultures, domestic and abroad. But Chris is going to help us dive deeper into that. Chris, go ahead and take us away.
1: What's up, guys? Uh, What a crazy week it's been. Ups and downs, emotional roller coaster for me. Joey as well. Um, So, we're here in New Jersey, me and Jared. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, what's good? Randy's a few towns over. Uh, me and Jared are on vacation, so we're uh, mobile podcasting right now, so it's pretty cool. Got this whole setup on this ping pong table in Mikey Conti's basement. What's good, Mikey? He asked for a shout so out. Shout out to yeah, Thanks,
2: Mikey. Thanks what for letting us crash here, buddy.
1: Cheerio. So, yeah, today, comparing cultures. Now, us in the military, so the four of us, minus Randy. Uh, we've been all over the world, pretty much. Well, Joey hasn't left Not the country me. yet, but... Not me. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, he's been to a few states, so... Uh, I have. So he's got that experience behind him. So in the
0: chat for Joe.
1: Yeah. We're going to talk about the, uh, you know, the goods, the bads, what we believe we could learn as a country here, um, and, like, what I wish we had implemented. So, uh, with that, I'll hand it over to Talon to take us away and uh, give us his thoughts on... I don't know. He's very into that... Japanese culture and all the Asian countries he loves so go ahead and let's a little hear a little bit about that Talon
3: Yeah, so the reason why I love Asian countries so much is because they're so drastically different than the way we are in the West so you can go to any of those countries and they will They will handle their day-to-day lives completely differently than the way that we do Um, I haven't been to a whole lot of Asian countries only Japan and Thailand But, I mean, we've talked about Japan in the past before. The biggest takeaway for Japan is their hospitality and their just general want to make other people happy, it seems. Um, And comparing that to here in, like, the United States where everyone kind of just thinks about themselves. But in Japan, everyone's thinking about, like, the common good for everyone else. And then Yeah,
1: I, I can't remember if we talked about it last episode, but I feel like this was a good second episode because the first one we talked about... How we can, oh, I forget what your topic was. Do you remember what your lessons learned was?
3: Yeah. So my lessons learned was like, uh, it was crap. What was it? It was, um,
1: wow. Yeah. I, know, I don't remember, right? but it, it tied into this, you know, it, we got a lot going on like this week, so it's whatever, Yeah. but it tied oh. into this as a good second episode. And, uh, uh, so I'm not sure if we talked about, uh, how that guy, you know, kind of stopped and helped you get back to your hotel when you were lost a little bit and like didn't even think about it. Oh
0: yeah. We did tell that story. Yeah. yeah so yeah oh yeah it was if it, you want to hear that story check out episode one but town <laughs> give us a brief version
3: yeah so it was basically being in Japan uh, completely lost couldn't find our Airbnb and uh, this random dude drunk on his way home uh, probably after a long day at work and long night of drinking uh, <laughs> he he completely went out of his way just to just to take us I think it was like two miles away to our Airbnb Um well a, a bartender helped us but he t- he showed us to the bartender but still um and like they just all went out of their way just to help us but if honestly if you did that here in the United States if you just like talk to some random person off the street off the street and you're like hey I'm lost I almost guarantee you a lot of them probably just walk by you and be like it's not my problem or they probably wouldn't even speak to you at all because they think that you'd be crazy or something right yeah, if dude, totally you'd be like, lucky to even brown.
1: acknowledge you you know yeah
3: yeah mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, I yeah, I, um go ahead, I can
0: I can kinda attest to that, especially even just um from my traveling back home and I'll talk more to it like when I get to my portion here, but um even just like back here where I am, so in New Jersey, like the tri state area, like New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, um, the people act so much different than even like other parts of the country and like i just i just drove across the country out to colorado and back and like i really got to experience like a lot of how different people act in different areas so i can definitely see where you know it might be like weird to people for you to come up and talk to them randomly and uh i don't think it should be like that no absolutely not
1: no i love how- yes yeah, I love how easy it is just to talk to people in the Midwest. Like you can straight up have a conversation in the middle of the supermarket, and like they're the nicest people I've ever come across in the country. Yeah. country so far. Chris, when I
0: was when I was out there with you, remember the day you sent me to the store to pick up like eggs and shit? Yeah, yeah. Dude, the thing that I took away most from that trip to the store was that every single employee that I walked by like made a point to be like, "Oh, good morning. How are you today?" Yeah, exactly. Back home, the employees in the stores avoid you like the plague. And that yeah, was before the plague actually hit.
1: On with their day.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, man, like that little greeting can make a huge difference in someone's day. It's amazing. Oh yeah. It's just nice
0: to hear. Absolutely. Yeah. Like it's yeah. not really a big deal or anything and like my day would have gone on just fine if nobody had said anything, but it's kind of like wow, like this is how people are really like. Yeah. I mean in all yeah. honesty,
3: what if I that, person's, what, booth what if on that on person's the, the only person to, you see that day? Philly
1: oh yeah. On uh, Route 1 in Delaware. And uh, dude, I was—I told Jared, I was like, "Yo, check this out. Like, we'll be lucky if these people even acknowledge us. They usually just stick <laughs> their hand out and take my money."
0: And she was actually, she was pretty nice. She was all right. Actually, the guy that we had at the toll booth, Chris, when we were coming up from uh, from Delaware, that guy was pretty chill. I don't remember. Not a
4: dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I remember. that. <laughs> people in the Midwest are like, "What the fuck's a toll booth?"
1: Uh, yeah, that's true. Actually. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I forgot yeah. about it, so I'm, I'm on my way to go pick up Jared. And, and uh, I was like, oh, shit. I forgot all about tolls. So I had to stop to Wawa, ask for cash back. They don't do cash back. I had to go to an ATM. Oh, no. And I was like, shit, I don't have quarters. I need quarters, too. So I stopped at Grandma's. He gave me a whole stack of quarters, man. I was set. But, like, just a hassle. I made it to make two stacks. On stacks on stacks on stacks. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. So yeah. it's.
3: it's- Toll booths don't take card. Like you have to give them cash. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh fuck. Well,
1: you know, well, that, I've never tried dumb. with card. I'm pretty sure they would just ticket you if you don't have.
0: You got to. Gotta, you got to keep things speeding along. Yeah. You know. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's cash only. Yeah. Dude, like, just do touchless. Usually, lists, like, like literally. <laughs> so here's the thing. Most of the toll booths, like you're lucky if there's even a person. Like a lot of the toll booths, you better have exact change. You can just toss in the dish
3: Uh-oh. or rip. You're fucked. But why yeah. even have tool booths? Why not just have, like, the cameras that, like, you get onto, like, the tollway, they just look at so, your ca- at your license so plate.
1: That's called an easy pass. Well, that's Brogans. called easy pass. See, you're, you're a Midwestern tool that doesn't have to experience <laughs> these tolls. That cool is tolls. also
4: a thing. I, I do think we have to get back on topic here, but that is actually a thing called toll by plate, where they will take a picture of your license plate and then bill it to yeah, your house. Yeah, good point, Joe. Yeah, anyway. That's, what,
1: that's what
3: they do in Colorado.
1: Anyway, yeah. Joey's right. Back on topic. So, <laughs> yeah. All right, so here's something. You know what? Well, I'll kind of tie it in, right? So driving up to Philly to get Jared. How many cops I saw sitting on the side of the road oh just God. waiting to give speeding tickets, man. Oh, it was brutal. Crazy. So I think my takeaway from different cultures, I have to, I'll talk about this a lot because I'm very passionate about it, is when we're in England, dude, even just Europe as a whole, driving Ah. Oh, it's a, it's a godsend. It really is. There's no cops waiting to give you tickets, man. There's speeding cameras. Everyone knows where they are. They slow down for them. Oh, what a life that is. Yeah. Dude, like 60 miles an hour on a back yeah. road. Dude, so nice. Yeah. And roundabouts everywhere. Roundabouts. No stoplights. Traffic yeah. just keeps flowing, man. Yeah. That's it's really great.
3: nice. People actually know how to drive. That's wonderful. Yeah. The yeah. cops yeah, are like nervous.
2: To... Oh, but. At first I was nervous about roundabouts but you know once you get used to them they're so much
3: better.
1: Yes.
0: It's not that bad. No.
3: There's like the like there's like the roundabout like courtesy where like if you're taking if you're going on like the left part of it you put on your turn signal if you're just going straight you don't turn on any turn signal. It's like you learn all those little things when you're over there.
1: Yeah, so you, mm-hmm. now you come to Jersey, you're lucky if they even use their blinker to switch lanes. Yeah. <laughs> and then They're they like, get over three or four lanes. Yeah, They're like, oh, my exit's Jersey right slide. Here. Yeah, the Jersey slide. Jersey oh, my exit's slide,
0: right here. Bro. Let me just go from that's left what it's lane called. to exit. Oh, my yeah. <laughs> God. It's fucking straight up.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, so that's, you know, comparing cultures, like, I really, I wish the U.S. would adopt driving like the way other countries do because there's no need. Except
2: for Greece. Oh yeah, driving in Greece is horrible. Yeah,
1: they're they're a little crazy over there. (laughs) There aren't any cops anywhere. There aren't any cops over there. That's how you're (laughs) gonna (laughs) die. But no, like, can you imagine if, if like the speed limits were basically whatever's you're comfortable with? You know what I mean? So like, you're on a back road. Why is it 25? Like, there's not even houses around. You know, just do like whatever you can do comfortably.
4: Yeah, like I Um, understand it in like a residential area where you know there's kids and families, you know, right? I I get that because there is a very valid reason, you know, from like 25 to 35, you endanger killing someone, like a kid running out in the street. But if there's no houses around, like shouldn't really be a thing,
0: no, right? And then I also feel like the people around here are a lot more dumb, (laughs) yeah. Well, that's that's the problem is like we don't that's part of the problem, we
1: don't put the effort into getting our actual license, you know, I think. I forget what it is. It's, I don't know if it's a rumor or not, but I heard it takes almost two years to get a license in England. Like I, that, again, that could be false, but I mean, people know how to drive. Like they get over for you. There's a there's a legit passing lane, and they follow that without any cops to enforce it. Like it's so nice. Mm-hmm. I believe Germany's so like that. That is my biggest. Expensive. Yeah, that's my most like envious trait of Europe. Like I love that.
2: I want to go back, man. Yeah, I do want to go back.
1: Jared, what do you got? With all our travels, what's something you take away from that we could learn and maybe implement here? Uh, I have a lot of stuff, but one thing
2: I'd like to go back to is, you know, Talon mentioned uh, the Asian culture. Well, one thing I noticed with this whole pandemic is, you know, us Westerners have a hard time wearing masks, and it's a huge, like, big deal for everyone. And back in Japan, it's, you know, that's normal. Like, if you if you wake up in the morning with like a cough and stuff and you aren't feeling too hot like you'll put on your mask and you know get on the uh get on the subway train and it's normal to see people walking around with masks on
1: yeah just not to infect everyone else because they're very courteous people they're super no, nice exactly and, and i think to, go ahead
2: i think that's one thing that that's one positive thing that the that us like our country as a whole is going to adopt uh yeah. coming out of this is It's going to be pretty normal to wear masks.
1: And I know we mentioned that in the first episode a little bit, but it's, it's important to reiterate, you know?
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, mean, there's, fuck there's that. And then just Japan being so clean, like everyone practices good hygiene and just taking care of the streets, taking care of the environment and everything. Like you walk down the street in Japan and it's, it's kind of difficult to find a trash can. It surprised me at first, and it, I wasn't used to it. There's a reason because, for that.
3: Yeah, everyone carries around their trash. Oh, well, the reason why there's no trash cans is because the Japan actually had like a couple bombings because they uh, the bombs were placed in trash cans. So the public, they, oh. actually, they actually got rid of trash cans. But like it doesn't matter anyways because, yeah, you're right. People just carry around their trash. They don't litter. Like yes, there's not a trash can. Yeah. but People aren't just gonna throw trash on the ground. They're not. They're not assholes like they are here. I guess. Right. Well, shit. That had a deeper meaning than I thought. But <laughs> yeah. There, there yeah. was a reason why, why there's wow. no trash cans.
1: And you know, another thing that I take away from Japan, um, the pride they take in everything they do. You know. Oh yeah.
2: Like what? Oh, no matter yeah, what it is, man.
1: if it's making a burger or building a house, like they will do their best job to it. Or
2: just like sitting in a at a construction site like guiding traffic you know yeah. the guy that's waving there's literally a guy that's just standing there and waves at traffic or he bows at traffic yeah and he has a big smile on his face like
1: they take pride in it's absolutely crazy. everything they do and that's probably my, from the asian cultures like that's probably the biggest takeaway for me is just like no matter what it is man Give it your best shot, and I feel like we, work ethic is a huge that. problem here. Yeah, yeah. well, absolutely. at mm. least in,
3: in countries like Japan, at least they also get paid decently. So even if like, so like in Japan, True. you go to like a kombini like a convenience store, they're super nice to you, and they put so much pride into that work. But at least like people could li- like work at at a convenience store, and they could retire there, like because they're getting paid enough to make a living. But if like really? yeah yeah, but like here you go to like a Seven Eleven, like they're making minimum wage. Of course they hate their lives. Of course they're not going to be happy. Of course they're not going to put that much effort
0: into their work because their employer doesn't give a crap about them.
1: Right.
3: Yeah.
0: True. But even at my job and with a lot of the younger kids, I see, like, you know, these kids come in with an injury, right? And they're like, oh, I got to get better for my sport. But then, you know, they no-show half the time or they show up late, and then when they're there, they spend half their half the time they're there on their phone. And it's like, okay, all you can keep talking about is getting back to your sport, but, like, you're putting no effort into getting yourself better. Oh, yeah. And, um... Like I see that so much. And even like the kids that I coach too, it's like, you can tell the kids who are going to like go far and the kids who aren't because the kids who are going to go far work their asses off every day at practice. And the kids who aren't just kind of like screw around. And it's sometimes it's a shame because some of the kids are like really talented, just like raw talent, but then they don't work at it. And then there's other kids who aren't as good, who end up being better ball players because they actually put in the, the hard work and the time. But it's just rare that you see that like the work ethic just in general in this country is fucking abysmal. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, in I mean, place in places
3: like Japan and you know, most Asian countries, actually, um, their pride for like their family is a big is a big part of it too. Is because if they if they look bad, they know that their whole entire family looks bad. So that's one thing. Yeah. So like here, everyone kind of acts as like their own person. But like in Asian culture, it's just, like if y- you are representing your family, that's also why like in most of those countries. When you're, when you're talking to someone, you, you talk to them b- by their last name, by their family name. You don't speak to them in the first name because they are representing their family. So if yeah. they are doing oh. something dishonorable to themselves, they are dishonoring their family. Dishonor on you? Dishonor, Dishonor on your family? Yeah. Actually, Dishonor that
2: that cow. explains a lot. Dishonor on oh, yeah. your cow? I don't
1: think we could say that. <laughs> <laughs> what's,
2: that what's that from? Mulan. Cut. That's from Mulan. Oh. No, we can quote that. What <laughs> no. are you
1: talking about? Yeah, but no, it's is. I told you guys, Talon's uh, Talon's a little researched on this. Researched is that a, is that a word? It's well versed. Oh, well-versed. I agree
0: with what he's, he's saying.
1: Yeah, I told you guys a lot to know. Wow, I can't talk right now.
0: It's okay.
2: We'll give you a pass. Dang just this once, buddy. He's it was a rough a night. It
1: was a rough night. You know, it was a <laughs> fun night, but it was a rough. Night. It was a little rough. <laughs> it, was, it was good. Uh, so, Joey, let's hear a little bit about your experiences. You know, because. You grew up Jersey in Jersey and Delaware, and you you moved to, what, two different states, and boom, back home. But, but I mean, yeah. you've
2: experienced some of the military, yeah, been so, around a lot of
1: different people. I, I yeah, let was hear I about have. those two yeah. states you've been to, and then maybe some friends from all over the country that you have now.
4: All right, well, before I dive into that real quick, I do want to just touch up real quick back on uh, Japan. Is I believe if you look up the statistics, how you guys were talking about um, how they take pride in everything they do, I believe Japanese uh, people— in the United States are actually the highest income percentage uh, ethnic group in the United States, I believe. Oh, like, snap. Yeah, I think like... uh that surprise me. Yeah, I believe they're at the top or um, at least very near the top. I, th- I think just yeah. Asian in general is like at the top of um, highest paid percentage people.
3: Yeah, I can see that. And honestly, real fast. Um, so personally, I want to move to Japan. But I know for a fact, if I move to Japan i'm gonna get paid like shit because i know i cannot compete with the with the local japanese <laughs> when it comes to like work work ethic and everything so i'm like either i go to japan on my own dime and like somehow living off my own money or something without an employer over there or like i go on the government like the u.s government's dime or something because i cannot compete over there yeah <laughs> the, wicked smart. the wicked smart very smart very
4: pad. smart all right so now going back into what i was uh, my experience i guess so, um, yeah, no, I mean, I've lived in Jersey when I was, when I was young. I mean, I, th- I think we moved when I was 11, so I really didn't get to too, know too much. Obviously, I grew up knowing that Jersey people were a bit of, uh, you know, assholes. But um, then moving down to Delaware, at least where I live in Delaware, Dover, it's really not much different. People are, you know, a bit of dicks. You kind of go down to the beach area, and they're a bit nicer. But uh, Dover itself, not not nice people. Um, but since I joined the Air Force, I mean, you you meet people from all across the country, um, and I've met some of the nicest people, and it's normally for me like the, I, I guess, the people I kind of drift to the most are Southern people because they're actually very friendly. Um, I mean, I was down in Texas for basic training, and then I stayed there for more tech school training, and then I went to Charleston, South Carolina, for two months there. And the Southern hosp- hospitality is a real thing. Everyone there is super, super nice for the most part. And, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, again, like I say it all the time, like I wish I could go back to Charleston. The people there are great. It was a very fun time. Um, it's just, it, it's the people I like the most, at least out of the States. Again, I haven't been out of country like the rest of these guys. But, uh, nah, the Southern hospitality, I love it. Something, another yeah, hospital,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, yeah, to, I can I definitely really attest up, so... to that,
1: too. Go ahead, Randy.
0: I was gonna say, I, I mean, I'll, I'll talk about it more when we get to me, but I can definitely attest to that, too, and especially from being kind of the same general area you are, so agreed 100%. Yeesh.
1: Yeah, I remember when I first got to Omaha, a lot of my friends, all of my friends, were from the south and it was it was just awesome you know like seeing how they act and how they go out and you know present themselves and carry themselves it's it's very interesting they'll be the first people to strike up conversations you know wave at people um like go out of their way for people not as much necessarily as other countries but coming from jersey where like that just doesn't happen most of the time it was very refreshing yeah they're Um, always fun people to talk to yeah Yeah. they're easy to talk to yeah yeah very the, the accents are awesome yeah, they yeah. Are. <laughs>
4: for sure i think it's one of those um, things where like they could actually like hate you and where you're from but they will still be very civil and you know oh friendly yeah i got you. called
1: i got called the yeah. yankee like every single day but you know what <laughs> they would also be the first people to have my back in a bar fight so
4: yeah exactly yeah there's great people again like all my friends like i always drift towards the like the southern country people that just always yeah very helpful very kind yeah, absolutely.
1: Right. So that's that's the majority of your experiences, Joe? You that, no that's really, like
4: that? that's unfortunately all I can really speak on. Uh, just not <laughs> well, being I mean, out of the yeah, country. You'll,
1: you'll get out of here. Don't worry. You'll travel.
3: Yeah. But yeah. Oh, and Joe, real fast, I pulled up the statistics. Um, so the highest paid ethnic group in the United States is actually from Indian uh, ancestry, ah, ancestry, and then that Taiwanese, also makes sense. Taiwanese, Filipino, Australian uh japan is actually all really? the way down uh at number eight. Uh, oh, good
4: job joe top of the list but oh man <laughs> you got top 10 yeah. hey guess Bug what facts. guess what where is india where is india asia Bug that's facts. right shut up yeah you were, you were right
1: <laughs> anyway all right randy let's hear a little bit i mean you just traveled across the country tell us a little bit about that and what you learned
0: so that was a phenomenal experience so let me just start off by saying the part so i drove right I drove, I had a bunch of stops along the way, which was cool. I got to Big stop rips. and see Chris and Jared and Talon. Um, got to see my brother in Indiana. But, so one of my biggest takeaways, India? I was um, in the, <laughs> banana. In the banana. In the banana. In the banana. The thing that I found most was I was very apprehensive about driving across the country, mainly because of how shitty highway driving is around here. Um, so... I was going out through, I got basically through Columbus, Ohio. Jared, I'm sure you're very familiar. Yep. Boy. Yep, Jared's from Ohio. um Oi, shout out. So uh, as I got through there, that's when I started to notice things like start to open up. And it's pretty crazy because like Route 80 is only two lanes once you get out through there. But all through kind of like Illinois, Iowa, into Nebraska, through there and into Colorado, um, everything was so open and like, you know, there were there were times where the closest car in front of me was a mile ahead and the closest behind was a mile behind, and, like, you just kind of sit and chill, so that was a pretty cool experience to, like... Oh, and everybody kind of knows how to drive a lot better out there than around here. Like, if you yeah, come man, up on know. somebody, they'll get the fuck out of the way. Well, it's those flyover farm states, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. When there's nothing in sight. Wide not open. cow. Not a tree, not yeah. a cow. Just grass and open sky.
0: And a lot of windmills. Mm. Yeah. A lot of windmills. So that was cool, but... Yeah, I mean takeaways as far as the people go, um, definitely a much different breed than back here. Uh, one thing I noticed especially like so Colorado Springs where I, that's where I stayed in Colorado, is the least obese uh, city in the entire country.
1: I feel like we need to do a fact check here. Bug facts, let's go. Take
0: T Lon pick pick it up.
1: T Lon Bugs as Randy continues.
0: So uh but, like, that was one thing. But everything, everybody's fit out there because, like, all you do is hike and, like, you know, run and exercise and bike. And there's so many places to do it. Like, you could do a different hike every day of the year and not do all of them. So, it was really cool. Like, it was a lot of, like, and I feel like just in general the people are nicer and, like, because they feel better. Like, I noticed that, like, when I'm well, in better shape.
1: They're all stoned out of their mind.
0: <laughs> well, that's also true, too. Um, <laughs> very much so. But you know like that that was just like I, again like i know it's a really simple thing but like the biggest takeaway for me was you know you could go out to a place and talk to somebody and like they'll talk to you and people in the stores aren't you know dicks to you and you know shit like that but i would say kind of getting off of that my bigger experience with travel was more when i was playing baseball in college cuz we traveled around all over the pretty much all over the east coast so we traveled down to the southern states a lot and one thing we would do every single year was we would go to South Carolina for like a week and a half and play a bunch of games down there. And uh, we would play teams from all over the country and stuff. But um, one thing I noticed, like that was my first experience kind of like with people outside of like the New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania area. And, you know, the first thing I noticed was how just nice everybody was and, you know, how willing to be helpful. And like even when you played other teams, like the other teams were kind of, you know, They weren't, they weren't like trying to get in fucking fights and shit. You know, we had that a couple times up back home and, uh, I, you know, I just, I just kind of, I don't understand it. Like I don't understand why, I mean, I understand it's more fast paced and everything here, but I just don't understand why people have to act like that. Hostility? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't get it.
0: And it just annoys me. Like it annoys me that you can't like, you know, as simple as, you know, saying hi or like saying thank you when somebody holds the door. Like, why is that such a big fucking deal?
2: Yeah, I don't know. And yeah, again, it's just it's just how you're raised, man.
0: Yeah, and just like people up here in general, it's like they're just miserable. Mm, and not like really it kind of makes them
4: miserable. So. They're taxed
0: out of their mind. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> political issues aside. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's just like people around here are miserable, and like when you go, you know, the other places that I've been in the country again, mostly the South and the Midwest. Now that you know from traveling through there it's just like it's crazy how much different people act
1: yeah um coming back like like, once again i'll talk about it driving up to jersey uh we drove through philly on 495 right Mm -hmm. and uh you know i was driving aggressive you have to right i got cut off a bunch of times i was like yeah, I was like, "Yo, Jared, check this out." So I, I, the amount of fingers I flipped, bro, and the little small pecker symbol with your your index finger and your thumb, like, nice one, boy, dude. I must have dropped about ten of those bad boys. Oh small I pecker symbol. I not I, yeah. I have to look this up now. No, nah, I don't. I mean, good, it's, I don't know if you can look it up. I don't, maybe I'm like fucking Urban Dictionary, but uh, you know, just you know, like your like like your like. How you hold like your, your
2: index finger and your thumb up, like, yeah. next to your eye to, to express how small something is. Yeah. Like,
1: oh, yeah. okay. Dude, oh, like, you, like, you do that you just cut a me smug off. Face. You got a small dick, don't you, buddy? <laughs> just looking at Bro, the I, I kind of enjoyed coming back, you know, with you know, that experience again. Like, my finger, my middle finger was a little weak, and I, I got some muscle back into he it. He was again, in his so.
3: element. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was nice. I mean, it sucks, but it's nice at the same time. yeah
3: oh randy real fast i looked up to your little statistics so it's not colorado springs it is (laughs) wrong it is boulder colorado with With an obesity rate of 11.7 percent lowest in the country
4: that's close that's close i'll give it to him
0: damn i I was only like what 50 miles off (laughs) Yeah, yeah, not bad. Like that.
1: That's fine. You think with all the munchies they got going on out there, that'd be a little higher. Well, that's yeah, also a like, college town, a so like, like the <laughs> age is lower.
0: But so. also like when you think about it though, like just in general, generally speaking, and I know again I noticed this, there were like there were like no fat people like we have here. I mean there were very few. <laughs> Everybody's fucking fat here. <laughs> well, actually, uh interesting Some fact offense. Right here.
3: Bug fact. <laughs> bug um, facts. Yeah. Denver is the only metropolitan, uh, like, large metropolitan area that has an obesity rate lower than 15% in the entire nation. Yeah. yeah. When you think about wow. it, they
0: like, just look at all the activity they have out there. They have, like, so much stuff you can do all the time, like, outdoor kind of stuff, like hiking and biking and running. Like, there's so many places to do it, and like I said just a few minutes ago, you can You can do a different hike every single day if you wanted to, and you wouldn't even come close to doing all of them.
1: Yeah, there's just so many outdoor activities to do out there. So much room for activities.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So maybe that's more like regional than cultural.
1: I mean, yeah, yeah, and and a lot
0: of my stuff, I would say from my experiences, is regional because, you know, again, I haven't really gone out of the country too much, but I think it's a similar takeaway. Is that not... Cultural though, like because your
3: your region affects your culture. Like you can have the cult, like you can have like, I mean, me being from Colorado, like I would consider that my culture. Like yeah. I mean, in a yeah, way, yeah, but you can't that. like you
2: can't just like talk to Nebraskans and be like, hey, go do a bunch of hikes. Yeah. Uh, okay, we have nothing to hike. I'll I'll walk <laughs> down the highway. <laughs> that's yeah, no, that, that know, is yeah, true. That's true.
0: That's a good point.
2: Yeah. I mean, you got so you got like uh, a lot of the Asian culture. Like they don't really there aren't many bodybuilders in their culture because it's not appealing and then you have like Icelandic men and women who are like just giants of people yeah. they're yeah like some of the biggest people on earth
1: Scandinavians too man oh, I guess yeah. I, I don't know if Icelandic is considered I don't think it's considered no it is not but yeah but dude but yeah no I mean that's
0: that's a fair point mm-hmm.
1: when I was in Norway dude I didn't now that I think about it I do not see any fat people either in Norway, no. probably because they're all so cold or burning all the fat, you know?
0: Yeah. yeah.
3: Their me- metabolism is insane. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, again, I think this, do. and this is another one you could probably look up, town, but I think they're up there on like the lowest, one of the lowest obesity rates in the country, or I mean in oh, the world, yeah, sure. in the world. Um, <laughs> But yeah. So, I mean like my takeaways from the whole thing is, and especially again, if you're from the Northeast where things are the way they are, um, definitely travel as much as you can because you'll like yeah. you're oh, really yeah. gonna get to exp- and, and again even if it's just within the country like you'll be surprised yeah, I mean, at what you find that's that's what I'm doing right now that's what Chris
2: uh, and I are doing yeah I've so, never I've only been to like South Carolina before I've never been this far east yeah, and percent. we're just hitting up a bunch of new places I haven't been to any of these places before so it's pretty exciting yeah yeah even if the people suck
3: Oh, sorry for <laughs> looking up more and more facts, but the Bug Japan facts. actually has the lowest obesity rate out of every country in the entire world. That makes hey, sense. All yeah, they, they eat is that rice. Much. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 rice, yeah. Rice and fish. Yeah, exactly. They have other yeah, health
3: yeah, effects though.
1: Yeah. yeah, dude. Speaking of, uh, let's, let's go to let's go to a little bit of food, man. Food. food oh facts. my god, I love Food. Food, food everywhere. Bro. Cultural differences when it comes to food, like the the healthiness of it is that a yeah the healthiness yeah oh yeah oh my god it's like Not fresh you know it's, it's healthy
0: food that doesn't taste like shit uh, yeah right exactly yeah i believe now, that's a lot why to the
1: learn here
4: i believe that's why the northeast is like really obese is because you know how we always say that they're extremely fast paced always have something to something to do yeah, to yeah and you just to go be. to mcdonald's yeah exactly you got to get something quick like you're yep. waking up making like a jimmy dean breakfast thing yep. and then you go to mcdonald's talk about yeah that's probably it that's well, definitely our, our right health
3: standards are also a lot worse here so like yes yeah, so you can go oh, eat yeah. something something fast like that but at the same time once again you go to like an asian country like their health standards are so much better you go to like mcdonald's you're getting a significantly healthier meal than you would if you were back here in the united states eating at mcdonald's I've, yeah I've definitely right. heard Dude, heard definitely um, multiple people
2: and i have an example for this like everything's getting bigger like fast food wise like <laughs> <laughs> it's just the US needs more and then more and more and I actually got fast food uh, taco johns with Rachel the other day and I she got a medium or she got a small drink and I got a medium drink and I looked at the cup holder and I was like wait I didn't get a large and she's like that's your medium yeah and I picked it up and this literally looked it's it was, a fucking it goblet huge. It's yeah, like what? Twenty four twenty four or more ounces and yeah. that's a medium? That's like that's like, like really four hundred
3: calories more. right there. Yeah. Just like D- ridiculous. yeah.
2: Let's go. Uh. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That's in in Japan,
3: their their large is the same as our small here in the United States. Yeah. And you yeah, also real. you also do not get free refills, like when you go to like restaurants and you get like soda or something like that, you do not get free refills.
1: Alright, so the um, one bad thing I didn't like I granted I've only been to Okinawa. Um the the water dude i down water and they give me this little cup bro like little baby cup of water yeah i don't
2: i don't get that to be honest that is pretty normal i think yeah it's It's so
1: hot there like give me a gallon of water please i'm gonna destroy it like literally it's a little like sippy cup yeah dude you just have yeah
3: you constantly have to refill it
1: yeah i feel bad you know like they're so polite they don't really care but like hey i need more water more water you know especially <laughs> when i'm eating curry down there and my mouth's on fire and my bowels are about to explode and i'm just trying yeah to... oh man yeah that was yeah. the one bad thing that at least america's got that right right free water wherever you go i know some places like when I... we were in the middle east and yeah they charge for water sometimes man yeah well, well is it more the scarce there though i mean I don't... they're kind of rich so yeah. rich. i mean in Europe, Depending they charge the for water too. You go, yeah. you go
3: get like, you go get a meal in like France or Italy or something like that. You're paying by the bottle because you don't get like tap water. You have to get like, well, actually, no, they give you bottles, and a lot of the time it's just bottles filled with tap water. But so still actually,
1: gross. watching that show uh, with uh, Zach Efron, Down to like Earth, Down to Earth, yeah. Um, France has like these free water stations oh, throughout dude. the country. Dude, that looks so cool. Oh, they have seltzer water. They have seltzer water on tap, like free. It's the cleanest water. Yeah, dude, watch that show. If you all haven't watched that show, please watch it. Like, I've learned so much from it.
2: That looked really cool. Yeah, yeah you could just walk down the street, and there's like a fresh water station. Yeah, dude. Because apparently it was a big deal, so mm-hmm. they they solved it by putting all those stations everywhere around the city.
1: Yeah. Wow. And I'm actually, so speaking on this nutrient section of the cultures, um, I'm actually reading his book. Uh, I forget what it's called. Super Life, I think it is, from that show, that guy Darren. Yeah. Um, he was talking about the last chapter I read yesterday. He was talking about what's that spice they use in curry Talon? Do you know, is it turmeric or something like that? I, mean, I think it's, I, th- I th- think, I think curry. that's like accurate. curry is
3: it's think... t- curry is a spice.
1: Well, they throw it in there. I, for- I think it's turmeric is what it was. I'll have, I can fact check bug facts. Turmeric you know, what has whatever. a
3: lot of health, health benefits. So yeah. And be. that's
1: what I was reading. Like that, the Indian culture, um, that's what, that's what they use a lot. And he was talking about, I think it's like a natural anti-inflammatory, it like is all these yeah all these benefits of this one spice you know and like we don't we don't use that you know no. and like there's mm. a, eating natural and raw veggies and just like stuff that's found in nature from reading this book and watching that show like i'm really doing a lot of research and it's really interesting to me now so i'm trying to live like a healthier lifestyle because of that and like i feel a million times better and i yeah. feel like our country is just you know a little stubborn people are a little hesitant because i could just go down the road and get mcdonald's yeah Yeah. i had taco bell last night that's a big problem (laughs) (laughs) you had taco bell last night you had panda for lunch you nitwit dude yeah quick question (laughs) why do
3: americans hate vegetables so much like what is up with that vegetables are the greatest thing in the world (laughs) yeah they really are um
0: actually so like that's That's one thing we just love
3: potatoes corn and meat Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But. I have
0: done a lot of research but, I mean, on
1: dude. Food a lo- food is a major, major thing. Yeah.
0: I've done a lot of research on like the healthy eating, especially like within the last year. Or so and actually, over the last year, I've lost twenty pounds. Um, oh dang! Yeah. Wow.
1: Damn, you were a big chungus, weren't you? I know, right? Oh, dude,
0: I'll I'll send you the <laughs> picture from when I was on the cruise a couple years ago. I was a fat boy. And like, you don't even realize that a lot of times when it's happening, like you know, because I was always like super skinny growing up and then I got like fat and when I got fat it was bad but yeah um I uh I got like I had a I did a lot of research on this and I'm not gonna get into the details of like the research I did but it's huge like a lot of the stuff you were just talking about and a lot of like the spices you can use that'll help like with health benefits and just like eating the right things and like knowing what you're eating and knowing how to eat things the right way too is like And I'm not saying like how you fucking put it in your mouth, like how to prepare, how to prepare things (laughs) a certain way and, you know, um, what to eat, what not to eat. And then one thing that I'm actually, I'm actually doing it currently and it's, I'm dying at the moment, um, intermittent fasting. Um, I thought you were about to say juice cleanse. I was about to (laughs) smack you. No,
1: I can't. I can't get on board with intermittent fasting, dude. It seems on. Well, all right. So here's I,
0: I did it naturally. So here's this is how my works. Um, here's the thing with intermittent. fasting. I don't necessarily like it, like as a daily thing to do, I only do it like once a week. But when I do it, when you Doesn't do it like to defeat that,
1: the whole purpose.
0: No, because no, no you can do it. So like a, a big part of intermittent fasting is cleaning out your gut. So what happens is like okay. if you go like an 18 or 20 hour period where you don't eat it will, your your body will naturally clean it. Like, there's folds in your stomach. And then, like, food and crap gets caught up. So, like, you have food, like, stuck in the folds in your stomach that's been there for weeks. So, what happens, like, like if, your
1: rolls? Like, when you sit down and you, you, you stand up and you realize you had a Cheeto in your roll? Nah, fam. <laughs> <I> nah, <kind of, laughs> <not> fam. No, <laughs> in, like, your actual
0: bro. physical stomach.
1: I'm just messing. I know. You're yeah, an idiot. It's... But...
0: What happens when you intermittent fasting, when you do intermittent fasting like that is it cleans out those folds and like you really like detox and you only have to do that like once a week. You don't have, it's not something you have to do every single day. Um, people can use it for weight loss. I don't really agree with that, especially for people like in my profession where I have to do a lot of physical activity. I can't do it every day, but I do it like once a week and it really like, that was a big part of my weight loss was just like getting the crap out of my system.
1: Literally.
2: Yeah. I Some people look at it as a thing to do to lose weight. I see it more as a tool. Yeah. You know, it's a nice tool that you can use to kind of fit your lifestyle if you have a busy lifestyle and you don't want to eat until later in the day. Or if you only want to eat, you know, one or two meals in that day. Exactly. Then that'll just naturally make you eat a smaller portion and less food. And, yeah, I like what you mentioned about the, the whole Cleaning out your gut thing. Yeah. Um. Actually, there's science to show that intermittent fasting is one of the most anti-cancerous things you can do for your body. Yep. Because you get Cause, out the garbage. Yeah. Once you once you hit like 16 or more hours, you know it's different for everyone. but yep. Uh, your body starts to kill off. I think and 14 get rid of is the minimum. Dead cells in the body. Yeah. 14 is the and minimum. You have. Yeah, and the reason it's uh it's anti-cancerous is because the the cells in your body that become cancer uh cells are the ones that are kind of uh close to dying and they just they like mutate in a way and it's those high risk cells that once you start fasting and you reach a prolonged fast then your body will just start killing getting rid of them yeah so yeah uh, and
1: i think to to tie this back into the topic um Oh, this is another thing he was talking about in that chapter that I was reading yesterday. Is that Americans are very, you know, they they treat with medicine first, yeah. Instead of fixing their diet, medicine he says should be the last thing that we yeah. use, you know. And that makes Agreed. sense. Like try and go for like an all natural solution, right? And cure the problem instead of masking it. Yeah. yeah. And what I was going to yeah.
0: say to circle it back in though is I feel like we would have less of those problems with like you know again like I was saying to use intermittent fasting for if we ate better foods in general exactly yeah mm. like yeah, other it's countries it's like do you- boom brought it back home bitch
3: <laughs> well <laughs> i have a quick question because chris you just mentioned that we don't really like think about natural solutions do you think it's because our country's so young so we don't have like those traditions kind of like built in because like you, no, even like you go to like europe and stuff like that like those countries have been around for like centuries and millennia and stuff like that it's about money you could have like the, they could have those like a- ancient like natural techniques for, when it comes to health but here in the united states it's like we were at that point where we already had medicine when we kind of when the country was kind of here like let
1: me just... let me answer your question with a question ah. what does it yeah. matter we can just take notes from other countries and implement it here oh well, yeah of course i have
3: i can I was, I was wondering where the culture came from oh no I, accurate, can, so. I can i can answer
1: this point. from a healthcare perspective
0: Why, why do you want, why do, why is a doctor, do I want you, or not necessarily as a doctor, but like insurance or doctors or big pharma or whatever. Why would I want you to take medicine? Because I'm going to make a shitload of money off it. That's why, that's why I don't want you to use the natural solutions first because you got to fucking pay me for that pill. You got to pay me for your insulin. You got to pay me for your cancer treatment. You got to pay me for stuff. I'm making money off of you having to take medicine. That's why I don't want you to do your natural solutions.
1: That's a good topic, bro. Because other countries' medicine is so cheap, right? Talon, you got sick Hell of yeah. over there. So Hell let's yeah. talk about that a little bit.
3: Oh, dude, on my way back from Thailand, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's because I drank their water and I got uh, I got Uh-oh. a little sick from it or something like that. But on my way uh-huh. back, um, I landed in Korea. I got put into quarantine. And, quarantine. Well, like, quarantine. Like they literally just like you walk through, like check your temperature and stuff like that. But just like um, you walk through there, and they're like, okay, you go to like the pharmacist. And like, <clears throat> their pharmacies, you actually have to talk to a real pharmacist. Only the actual pharmacist can actually tell you what to have, and like, they can only give it to you. Like, the farm techs can't do anything. Um, but the pharma- t- pharmacist is like, here, here's like five boxes of medicine. Here's a bag of like masks for you, so you can wear it on the plane and everything. And it, it that'll be one dollar. It, it was, $1. <laughs> it was, it, it was $1. a dollar. It was. I got you a dollar. Yeah, and like those those like boxes of medicine lasted me for like a month. And it's like I guarantee you, like back here, like those probably would have been like twenty dollars each, if that, like probably more actually. Oh, dude,
1: I, I bet you would have spent about a hundred dollars, if not more than that. Yeah, because For yeah, sure. those are
3: probably those are probably considered like prescription prescription medicine and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, so like medicine, and like I mean, granted, I just said we shouldn't use it. We should use it as a last resort. However, when we do need it, it's so expensive here compared to other countries and other cultures.
2: Well, yeah, that's true. That's true, but. um like you look at canada and their health system you know it's you don't have to pay for healthcare, right but you have like ridiculously long waiting times like you'll be sitting you'll be sitting in the waiting room for eight hours for like a cold or whatever yeah and here you know decrease wait times and i don't know i i think it balances out You know, Uh, there's some things that could be changed, but yeah, I I think we should have.
3: Personally, I think we should have a socialized health insurance to some degree because that's what that's what countries like Korea and Japan does. Like in Japan, yes, you actually do have to still pay for health insurance. Normally, it's around like it's around like forty to fifty dollars a month, but they don't have those issues of like wait times or anything like that. But it's still extremely cheap, and you get great health care. So I think I think it's a good balance.
1: Can you explain for idiots like me what socialized health care is?
3: So it's basically like socialized healthcare. So everyone kind of pays into the system. Like everyone in the country pays into this one system. There wouldn't be individual health insurance companies. Right. Uh, so it'd like be what, pretty much
1: what Obama tried to do. Right. And there was so much. Yeah. Like Obamacare
3: and stuff like that. A socialized healthcare system. So like everyone, like everyone pays for everyone else's health, health care to some degree.
4: I, I yeah, don't, I, I personally I don't believe.
1: That's
4: a... Yeah. Go ahead, I, I personally don't believe in it, but you can go ahead, Chris.
3: Oh, uh.
1: No, I think it's a great thing because it works in other countries so well and I mean there's rumors you always hear rumors you know, but you've never been to that country with an ailment and like seen how long you need to wait. you just hear about it. I think the and problem think, like, that's the problem I think
0: I think the prop the bigger problem is and again so I'm I'm on the fence of this because I kind of like I fall a little bit on both sides. I fall on the side of I think it's a better system I do. But I also don't think it would work here, just because everything is so set in its ways, and there's so much money in it. And like again, like to kind of circle back to what we said before, that's part of the problem is like it's so much about money, and like it's so much about money here that it would never work because there would be such a loss in money in the healthcare industry if we were to do it that way. Um, I think it would take years and years and years and years to be able to actually like be able to come up with something to implement that. Like, it's not something that any president can do in a four or even eight year term. Like, I think it's something that would have to be uh, again, a cultural change overall.
1: Well, and that's the whole point of this podcast is to highlight the areas where like we all believe could change for the better, you know, we're not going to obviously recommend change for worsening this country. We want to make a better place and you know, a world as a whole, we want to make better and, I feel like, I don't know why we're so stubborn as a nation. Like, learn from these countries that are doing it and thriving, you know?
3: That's because America, number one. So, yeah. I mean, we, we, we think that we're the best country in the world. A majority of the population doesn't leave the country. So, no one really cares what other countries do.
0: So, we're not going to learn from it. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. can say, so my, and this kind of ties in a little bit, but, like, my one experience with leaving the country. So, I went on a cruise a couple years ago. We went to a bunch of different places, but the one that stuck in my mind the most was Belize, and Belize is like a true third world country, um, and it was really eye opening for me in the sense that it made me really thankful for where I live because, you know, there, we're we're driving through the city because we were going on a, a cave tubing trip, which was really cool. But um, when we went through the city, like we drove by this hotel, and they're like, "Oh, this is a this is a five star hotel," and I'm like that's an abandoned building. (laughs) Like it had, (laughs) you know, boards on the windows and shit. And like, you know, it made me really appreciate where I live because it could be a hell of a lot worse. And I'm also sure there's all, there's places that, you know, you could go, that would be better. So again, like I said before, I really encourage people to travel, whether it is within the country or even outside of the country, because it gives you a different perspective.
1: That's a good point. We talked about a lot of how we can, Make a better country here, but we also have to think about and appreciate the little things that we have it a lot better than most of the other Freedom. most of the, rest of the world, you know. So yeah, we can learn a lot from other countries, and at the same time, they can learn a lot from us. Like I'm not saying America's bad; I'm saying we have areas where we can improve. Right. Yeah. And I feel like we talked, so we discussed a lot about that today. You know, we talked about the cultural differences. We talked about food, health care Uh, the politeness of people even within our own country how it varies and so i feel like taking all this into consideration we could all do our little part each day and try and improve our country as a whole and you know eventually that can transform the world
2: all right guys this has been lessons learned thank you all for listening don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and go follow our other social media pages linked in the description from all of us here at Lessons Learned. Have a good day and see
4: you.